everyone. Welcome to another episode of Adoption Adventures. Hoping that your week is starting well. Um, I'm going to be bringing some um, some updates on some little adventures that have been happening in our world and um, just sharing some of those with you, letting you know how those are all looking for us. Um, in previous episodes, I've talked about how we're sort of in email communication with little dude's mum and how that's been really, really positive. That's not changed. That is still working out to be really, really positive for us all. Um, but lately, um, in the last couple of weeks, we've had two emails um, that have come through from little dude's mum that have caused us to have sort of pause for thought. Um, and we've needed to sort of reflect take a little bit of a moment before sort of knowing how to sort of move forward um so the first email that came through and i won't go into the, all of the sort of like all of the finite details but essentially little dude's mum had written to let us know that someone within her sort of network um, someone who was bore some importance to little dude um, had passed sadly um, and it was quite unexpected quite sudden and you know it, it had just thrown Kylie for a loop um, and she was saying that she just wanted to let us know and let little dude know um, and would answer anything that she possibly could. When this came through, it was it's one of those difficult ones because it's very much a case of, okay, we need to share this information, we need to let him know, but how do you share those things? Is this a triggering email? Is it something that's going to sort of have a lasting effect? Or will he sort of manage it quite quite calmly? Um, so we sort of spoke to him and said, Hey, had an email through, just want to talk you through it, if that's okay. Um, sat him down, told him the content and, and he was very, very good. He said, yeah, okay. Thanks for letting me know. Um, in essence, that person doesn't bear the relevance to me that, um, my mum thinks that they do but I respect that they've tried to tell me and sort of keep me in the loop, but it's not had a, an, an effect on me. Um, now, of course, we all know that little dude is super duper avoidant. So, you know, there's every possibility that he was feeling all kinds of emotions and just sort of held that back. And there's other possibilities that he was just not having a reaction because it wasn't really someone that he had a connection to. Um, either way, he handled it really well, um, but it, it was one that, that gave us pause. It then raised the question um, and sort of caused, caused the question of how would we feel if we had an email or we had contact to let us know that his mum had passed and he said obviously that would be a very different situation but he's still not entirely sure how he would feel about this um he 
said that he doesn't think that he would have any regrets in as much as a regret of not reconnecting or reapproaching and asking any questions or anything like that. Um, he said that he felt quite comfortable with with where he was at. Um, maybe that might change in years to come, but certainly at this present moment, he felt very content with, with where things were. Um, and whilst that was a, a difficult and sort of morbid conversation, it's actually a really good conversation to have because it did mean that we were thinking about it, we were asking those questions, and we were able to kind of push things forward and say, do we need to push this conversation forward? So that was that was good. Um, and then... Then we had um, another email come through. Um, so a few weeks back, I was emailing with Little Goo's mum, and within there, she asked the question of, does Little Dude know why he has been adopted? Does he know his story? Um, again, she was brilliant as well. She sort of followed up with, I really hope that that's an okay question to ask. I don't want to cause offence by it. I'm just curious. Um, please don't stop the letters. But if you don't want to answer that, that's absolutely fine. So, again, highlighting that power imbalance, highlighting that sort of anxiety that, that our families feel about those moments. Um, I went back to her and was like, look, we have explained to Little Dude everything that we know we have shared every aspect of the story that we have um, and all of the information that we have access to. But I'm confident that that's not the full story. And if there's elements of the story that you would like to add, then please feel free to sort of reach out and let's know. Um, it took her a little while, but she then came back and, and sort of presented her version of events um, with reference to the night where Little Dude was um, sort of removed from her care. And I'll, I'll be honest, as I read it um, and as I went through all of the details, I confess I read some of it and found some of it to be difficult to read um, I found some of it very upsetting to read listening to sort of where she was at where her life was at um, at that time the support network that just didn't exist um, and the people in her life that just weren't positive people in her world um, I saw that as really quite sad um, then there was the other side of emotions that I had, um, where I was reading the elements of the story and thinking, yeah, but you know what? I don't think that's the full story. And even if it were, I think what you've said is quite frustrating there. Um, and I don't, I don't think that you are seeing things for how they really were. And I don't think that you're presenting things accurately. 
Um, then I took further pause and reminded myself that actually taking the ownership that she had taken was really, really brave and quite uncommon as well. Um, so I was very, very impressed with what she was able to present. Um, and sort of impressed with where where it ended up. Um, now, the reason I'm sort of like sharing that with you is because there was a mix of emotions. There was a whole array of emotions that I went through. Um, and obviously in the past and still to today, I will always promote and be positive about contact and sort of the, the benefits thereof. But I wanted to sort of share this because I often worry that when I sort of present these things, do people think that I'm all sort of rainbows and unicorns and wonderful and I don't ever experience difficulties or I don't see them when they are there. I do see them. Um, I try to look for the positives. I try to look for the goods um, where where possible. But sometimes I, I have those moments. I have those moments where I am angry or I'm frustrated or disappointed. And I think it's all right. It's completely all right to feel those things and to, to go through those things. Um, so I spoke to dad and I was like, right, this is the response that we just had to this email. Um, I've had a whole host of reactions and feelings to this. How are you feeling about this? Um, he applied a, a lot more logic than I did and, and was like, well, you know, at least we've got this story, we've got this information. Um, you know, I think it's positive that we can do this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we then had, not a struggle, because that's not, a fair word, but it's the closest I can give you, um, of when do we share this information with little dude? Because he was in his last week before the half term, and he'd been put under, I think I've talked about this before, he's been put under quite a lot of pressure at college um, to really step his grades up, and he'd been doing really, really well. And both Dad and I were concerned that if we brought this up, and he did have a difficult reaction to it, it might then mean that it sort of froze him um, with regards to his studies. Um, so we both agreed that we'd just sort of take, take just a little bit of time um, and wait until the half term before sharing that. Um, we didn't think that that was a, a truly terrible thing to do. So when the time felt right, um, I spoke to a little dude and said, hey, can I just uh, have a little chat with you? And I'd built it up in my head. I had built it up in my head that this was going to be, this had the potential to be an email that could be difficult for him to read and could be a challenge. Um, and I kind of 
built it up in my head that he might have a negative reaction to this. I confess it, it, it made me want to just apply a bit more caution, hold off for a little bit, not hold off indefinitely, but just make sure I had my own head wrapped around it first because I didn't want to present him with this information and still be having an emotional reaction to it. I needed to have dealt with my own emotions first so as I knew that he'd be all right. Um, so I sat him down and said, right, I had an email in from, from your mum and I just want to talk you through it. Um, I said, look, I'll, I'm, I've had it for a couple of weeks because I, I had some sort of, you know, a variety of emotions that I needed to just work through in my head before I sort of shared it with you. I then explained sort of the, the context of the email. And he sort of said to me, he said, oh, he said, whenever you do this sort of thing, he said, my anxiety levels really shoot through the roof. He said, you, you really build things up and make it sound like it's going to be something super duper scary. I said, oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to make you go through that. I guess I'm just trying to preempt things and just trying to let you know that it's all right to have an emotional reaction to these situations. And that's fine. He's like, yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. Um, I then sat him down and I said, right, I'd like you to read it. I'd then like you to share with me your reactions. And then if you like, I'll talk you through how I felt when I first read it. Um, he read it and he was really good. He said, you know, it's all well and good talking about this, but that doesn't cover X, Y, and Z. So not really the point. Um, said, I've also got a fairly strong memory of that time in my life. So know that there's a few other things that have been missed off of that. Um, he said, but it hasn't changed how I'm feeling. And I think what I really liked there was our credibility grew and his mum's credibility shrunk. Now, I don't want her credibility to shrink. But if I'm, if I'm being selfish and if I'm being honest, if I want anyone's credibility to shrink, it's, it's definitely theirs, not, not ours. Um, but I think our credibility grew and I think he's sort of confidence in us and our ability to talk through that sort of thing, share our thoughts and feelings on that sort of thing. It just grew and it went to a much stronger place, which was really, really nice. I think the way that he managed it was incredible. Um, again, one of those things I'm not sure I'd be able to react in the same way. So the fact that he could was pretty awesome. Um, and he then sort of permitted me to share how I felt as well um, and what I felt about it. And he kind of 
understood where I was coming from and he wasn't angry at me for how I felt about the situation. Um, and that felt really, really nice that we could have that sort of open, honest approach to this. Um, and I think, I think again, it's, it's kind of beating on that drum that I've, <laughs> I've been beating on for quite some time now. I think it's that openness, that honesty. Um, I, I kind of apologised to Little Dude and said, you know, I've, I've had this for a little while longer than is normal, but I just wanted to make sure that I was in the right place to share it with you. And again, he was great. He said, you know, I totally understand. I totally get it. It's not like you've had it for months and I understand why you did what you did. Thank you for sort of talking me through it. He did say, he said he keeps waiting for an email that he will find devastating. I said, what do you think that email would be? Um, for him, I, he said that a devastating email would be if she asked directly, if she asked if she could meet. And he said it would be devastating because at the, at the moment his answer would be no. And he'd feel really bad about saying that. Um, and again, I said, oh, do you not think that there are going to be other devastating emails? Like, you know, if, if she wasn't well or something like that. And he said for him, that would be an easier email to receive. Um, because he essentially doesn't have to do anything with it. Um, which was a... a, a, a... A baffling thought process for me because I, I would have assumed that that one would have been a harder one to deal with but it just goes to show that our kids are amazing and they deal with things in their own unique way and we have to respect their own unique way of dealing with these things and we have to support them to have whatever reaction they want to have from it um, and to feel however they want to feel and I think we need to be able to stop and say it's all right if you're struggling. It's all right if you're not struggling. Um, I think we need to have that confidence to share these information, these pieces of information, however difficult their stories are, however difficult the moment is. Holding it, it, it felt for me, whilst I was holding it, I knew that I was holding it to make sure I could look after my own sort of feelings first. But while I was holding it, I felt like I was holding this sort of ticking time bomb. And that was giving me anxiety. It wasn't making me feel good. And it then made me build it up in my head that this was a bigger thing than it actually was. And the longer I left it before sharing, the more anxiety I had about sharing. Because what happens if today when I share it is worse? Um, so true advocate for... When you get this information, share share that out. Get get that to our kids as soon as as soon as they are ready to have that. But I held that for me, not him. I understand why I did what I did. Would I do the same thing again? Probably, probably I would, um, but maybe not for as long. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but. It definitely demonstrated to me that I didn't need to hold it for as long as I did. Um, and I could have dealt with it together.
So it was an interesting one. Um, so yeah, that's been the adventure that we've been on this week. Um, hoping that, <laughs> that that's an interesting one for you. Um, as always, you know where I am. Uh, you can drop me a line at any point. Um, always love hearing from you. And until next week, fare well. Thank you.